Welcome to the Hot Taco. My name is Kristen and my co-host's name is Abby. We want to thank all of the listeners who are supporting our podcast and allowing us to stay on the air. Although this is our first podcast, we want to start off all of our podcasts with a joke before tacoing the main item on the agenda. So, Kristen, how do tacos say grace? Hmm, Abby, that's very interesting. How do tacos say grace? Let us pray. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah, okay. I thought it was a good one, too. Um, so to transition in, um, today the main item on our agenda is immigration policies in the United States. So some of the Trump administration's immigration policies have been coming to light in the recent um, p- couple of weeks, and so we're going to be talking about those today. Okay, yeah, so I will just give a short overview of what exactly the issue is that we're going to be discussing, and so here it goes. The Trump administration is separating many families who cross the U.S.-Mexico border into the U.S. illegally, prosecuting the parents, and labeling the kids as unaccompanied minors, and then placing all kids in government custody or foster care while the parents are being called criminals and are being sent to jail, leaving all of the kids taken away from their families, not with their families. Okay, so to be clear, there is no official policy in the United States stating that every family entering the U.S. without their papers needs to be separated. But what we do have is um, in April, the United States Attorney General Jeff Sessions ordered prosecutors along the border to adopt immediately a zero-tolerance policy for illegal border crossings that included prosecuting parents traveling with their children as well as people who subsequently attempted to request asylum. So basically that means that the United States is just separating their um, separating families that are coming in and crossing the border illegally. In some cases, they're actually also separating families who are crossing the border and seeking asylum. Which I just think is crazy because I go on a mission trip to Mexico every single year and I cross the border that these children are crossing with their parents, whether illegally or not, they're still crossing the border that I cross. So it's interesting to me. I mean, I know that in a sense, this border crossing is very serious. There's a lot of military. It's very firm with how you're going to cross, but it's very scary to think that, I mean, I was a minor one time crossing the border coming back from Mexico to the U.S. They easily could have told me no, Mm -hmm. because who knows what could have happened. I could have lost my passport. And so to think that these are the issues that we're facing now, I mean, I've been going to Mexico for seven years. This is a big problem. And so it scares me personally, because it's what our world is coming to. And it makes you wonder, too, like, why? Why are the agents on the lower end completely okay with just separating these families? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. They have their own families, which is what brings us to how organizations should act and the theory of bureaucracy and what they should do. So, for instance... This is one major topic of like how they should be, and it's a clear-defined hierarchy, which is kind of what's happening, because they're dealing in the way that they feel like they should, because they feel like they're on the lower end, so they can't help these children, even though they know it's wrong. There's also 
within um, the Department of Homeland Security and the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which is commonly called ICE, there's a very clear division of labor in those organizations because you can see how the top level or our top organization leaders are just speaking down and telling everyone on the lower end of the organization what they have to do. Furthermore, there appears to be in ICE a very centralization of power and decision-making that is happening. I mean, because they're not letting other people make like come in and help with their decisions. They're keeping it at the management level, making sure that it's one decision being sent out all over the world, which is exactly how this U.S. border is having to enforce this rule. Um, going off of that, the Trump administration actually went in and ended the policy of family separation and replaced it with a policy of family detention. However, the executive order that President Trump signed kept the zero tolerance policy in place. Um, and then he went on to say that it is the policy of this administration to maintain family unity. But that goes back into the centralization of power because it is President Trump who is making these decisions even though we do have Congress and Senate coming in behind and reinforcing the decisions that are made, we also have President Trump bringing these decisions and these issues to light, and he is the one that's spearheading where it's going. Which, it is interesting because you say how it's so, like it's a centralization of power, but it also has to do with the importance of rules and how he has set down a rule, but now he's having to go back on it. Like, it's been put in place now he's realizing the issues with this rule and he's having to amend it completely and that's very rough because one I mean yes it's great that these kids are now going to get to start to be put back with their families but it's bad that they were even taken away in the first place and it's on President Trump for that issue and it makes you wonder if there were some outside or external um people who were helping him make these decisions and maybe making him realize like, hey, like this is not going to fly with the United States of America. Like this is not what the people want. And even though there are some people who really, really want that, that separation, they want like these people to be held accountable, but it's really, really difficult to say that like you were for or against all these other issues, but you are for separating families that is, that is crazy to me, Kristen. And another thing, Abby, is that it is a closed system. Even though he's having this pressure, it's pressure from the inside, pressure from people seeing the issues on the outside, and they're knowing now that they're going to have to do it, like they're going to have to change this issue. Mm -hmm. And so they're on the inside, but it's an issue that has to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Although there are some outside or external issues that are happening that... Um, help President Trump make these decisions. Most of them are coming internally and something that's really happened that's like really wonderful that they um, that the Immigration and Custom Enforcement says they are trying to do is that they are trying to expand um, the process of family reunification. What that basically means is that um, ICE is trying to work together with the parents to locate separated children, verify the parent-child relationship, and set up regular communication between those families and potentially a removal 
um, from the country if necessary. So that's something that they're trying to do. That's wonderful. However, what would be wonderful if we would be able to, like, you know, offer asylum to these families. They very obviously are trying to start, you know, a new life in America. And, like, we have always been a country that has celebrated immigration and has celebrated like this melting pot of cultures and now we decide that we want to turn people away so trying to you know find a happy medium and figure out you know like who can we bring in and who can't we bring in and like why are we telling these specific people no is really important and trying to figure out like why but once we can understand the why that these decisions are being made we're able to understand more on the back end. Which it is true. If we could help these families and figure out what the right answer is and like the what the right way is to be able to find a new way of letting people in and keeping them here or sending people who unfortunately really aren't going to be beneficial, they then that's what needs to happen. But as of right now, the way that it's being enforced, it's not fair to the kids because they're the ones majorly suffering, including the parents, but the kids especially. And that is it for the hot taco today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to get in contact with me or Kristen. We would be absolutely ecstatic to answer your questions. So we hope you have a taco in day.